I'm Dr. Alex Lloyd and welcome to this week's Spiritual Law of Nature which I've entitled, It's a Matter of Life or Death. <laughs> Pretty foreboding, huh? And um, uh, I wanted to illustrate this so uh, I bought a movie prop uh, pistol. You know, it shoots blanks, but they told me I can't do that. YouTube would take it off, anything with a gun. So, um, uh, plan B is the trusty sword. Alright, so when you see a real sword or a pistol or a gun or something like that, um, doesn't it sort of change the environment a little bit, you know, with that thing around, okay? Um, what I'm about to talk to you about today is truly a matter of life or death. Yours, your children's, uh, everyone that you love and care about, okay? And um, so uh, to live your life to your best, your best possible life, which is what we keep talking about, Man, if there's some issue with that, you know, there's this issue that does this, this issue that does this, this issue that does this, but this one's life or death, all right? Maybe you prioritize that a little more, right? Well, you should at least, and let me tell you why today. Uh, I have a good friend who is a world-class medical doctor geneticist. Let me take this off for now. Um... <clears throat> And he told me, Alex, the human body and mind, the way they are built, they sh it should, we should be living to 120 or 30 and healthy for the great majority of that time. Okay? So we should have people regularly, based on how we're built and how we work, uh, working, maybe full-time to 110, 115 years old, being healthy to 115 or 20, living to 120 or 30. So something is stealing away a third of our healthy lifespan. Okay? In 1982, Richard Nixon, 72, Richard Nixon declared war on cancer, as did most of the rest of the world. It was the eighth leading cause of death at that time. All the world joined together, the greatest minds, the greatest researchers. We're going to eliminate cancer, right? Well, just recently, a couple years ago, the United Nations and World Health Organization released a joint statement saying that for the first time ever, cancer's about to overtake heart disease as number one. And that's not the bad news. The bad news is that over the next 20 or 30 years, cancer's going to increase by 50%, 50% to epidemic proportions. Okay? I believe what I'm going to talk to you about today is one of the main causes of that, uh, that that all of us struggle with, but we don't really know how big a deal it is. Uh, in the history of Western medicine, <clears throat> when someone's feeling bad, go into the doctor, the doctor runs tests, calls them back in when the test results are done, says, okay, um, 
Mr. Lloyd, I've got some uh, bad news for you. They're usually looking down at their shoes, okay? Uh, when a doctor's about to give you bad news, they look down at their shoes. Um, and he says, I'm sorry to tell you that you have cancer, diabetes, heart, whatever it is, depression. Well, most of the time, after I've recovered, I'll ask the doctor a question. How did I get this? I mean, I've got brothers and, 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 and we grew up the same way, eat the same food, have the same genetics, live in the same area. Uh, they're totally healthy. How, well, by far the most common answer to how did I get this in the entire history of Western medicine is three words. We don't know. So, a number of years ago, Southwestern University Medical School and Medical Center undertook a research study to try to determine the cause for the first time in the history of Western medicine. So that we don't have to keep saying we don't know, we can say it came from here. And it, you know, sometimes it's kind of comforting to at least know a cause, all right? And by the way, uh, a thing I've done is I've traveled around the country talking to people about this, is I would say, okay, raise your hand if you have cancer in you, if you have cancer. Raise your hand if you have heart disease. Raise your hand if you have depression. And you know, a few people raise their hand in every situation. <clears throat> and then I, we, we usually pray for them. But then after that, I say, okay, everyone who did not raise your hand Every single time, you're wrong. You don't get cancer. You don't get heart disease or depression or any of those things. You've already got them. The DNA and the programming and the markers for those things, you've got them all right now inside you. It's not will you get it. It's will it ever manifest. Will it ever become active and start causing problems in your life? Okay, well, how does that happen? So, so if I've already got it, what makes the difference in whether those cancer markers and genes in me become active and I've got cancer or they don't? Okay, back to Southwestern. So they're looking for the cause of cancer and illness and disease. And at the end of the study, they find it. And it's headline news all over the world. Okay? And they're interviewing Dr. Eric Nessler, a medical doctor from Harvard. I think he's at Yale now. Uh, head, of the, head of the department and the study. And Dr. Nessler says, we are naming this cause of illness and disease. We're naming it cellular memories. But ladies and gentlemen, just delete the word cellular. It's your memories. If you've got a memory with anger in it, or unforgiveness, or low self-worth, or anger, or, or a thousand other things, that memory doesn't just sit in the corner and behave itself. It works much more like your smartphone constantly sending its anger signal out to the brain and causing you to go into fight or flight. Well, what's the big deal about fight or flight? As soon as you go into fight or flight, the number one thing that happens is your immune system is turned off or down. Now, how do you think, maybe, if you have the cancer stuff in you, but it hasn't manifested yet, what, what makes the difference in whether it manifests or not? Well, 
your immune system. If your immune system is working the way it's supposed to, that cancer gene will never become active and you will never have the symptoms or get what we would call cancer. All right? So Dr. Nessler says we're naming the source cellular memories and it is going to mean the difference in the future between cancer or no cancer, life or death, happiness, unhappiness. If you read the study, it's pretty much anything you can name in your life. This is going to mean the difference. Okay? And then he says, very hopefully, once we figure out how to fix cellular memories, it's going to change the whole face of health and everything in our world. Well, they still haven't figured out how to do that. I believe I have a way to do that, but they haven't figured out a way to do that yet. And Dr. Nessler also said, which is surprising for a medical doctor to say on the record, for most of our treatments today, they are little more than band-aids addressing a disease's symptom but not its source. Once we figure out how to fix these cellular memories, we're going to be treating at the source and it'll change everything. <clears throat> okay. So, if you have a memory with anger, whatever, that sends a signal to your brain which causes your brain to flip the red switch, the hot switch, the, the fear switch, the fight or flight switch. And once that happens, your immune system is either turned off or down. And if you stay in that condition long enough, it's not when will the cancer gene manifest. I'm sorry, it's not if the cancer gene will manifest, it's when. You are on the way to sickness, illness, and disease unless you come out of that fight or flight stage. The green stands for neutral, the blue stands for love-based and positive. Okay, so if it's all about the cellular memories, and that's what I've tried to illustrate here, and I'm the worst drawer in the world, sorry about that, but you've got um, red, hot, fear-based memories, you've got neutral memories, you've got uh, Blue memories that I would say are the happy, loving ones, the wonderful ones, okay? You've got all those in you, and you've got a bunch of them passed down from your ancestry that you don't even know you have, we know now. As, as these uh, memories, especially trauma memories, are passed down in the sperm and the RNA, they're going to find they're transferred in the egg. They just haven't done that study yet, but they are transferred from generation to generation, especially the trauma ones, okay? So here's, here's the deal. Something happens in your world. Something happens outside, in your house, driving in your car, at work, somewhere. It comes into your five senses. Eyes, ears, smell, taste, whatever. The instant it comes into your brain, your brain compares it at the speed of light with every memory you have. Like that. And what it's looking for, it's not looking for the blue, happy, loving, positive memories. It's looking for the red fear problem memories. And so let's say you're in traffic out here. That's the thing happening outside. Comes into your senses. 
uh, goes down, goes through all your memories in a microsecond, and it finds a, uh, a memory that says being in traffic could potentially be life-threatening. Okay? Now, it may, be, it may have to do with a uh, horse and carriage accident that your grandparents have had. And, and so, really, honestly, it's not very relevant, but your unconscious doesn't care if it overreacts. It only compares, cares if it underreacts. If it underreacts, you might be dead. If it overreacts, you're still alive. So it overreacts all the time, and, and typically more and more. So if it finds one of these, it switches to fight or flight, fear, emergency mode, and your immune system is turned off or down. Now, this is supposed to happen going into fight or flight stress um, once, twice a year for 15 minutes, you know, when the truck's about to pull over on you on interstate or, or you know, someone's robbing your house or and then you go right back into physiological peace. Either neutral or maybe even blue, love-based, where you have all the positive chemicals and hormones uh, that make you feel great, have energy, etc. Okay? Well, let me read you how big a deal this is. This is an article from uh, Scientific American, one of the most highly regarded journals uh, in science from America. And the title of this is What Experts Wish You Knew About False Memories. And then the byline is just because you're absolutely confident that you remember something accurately doesn't mean it's true. And what they actually found is that approximately 50% of your memories are in error. And that the error is almost always to the negative, not the positive, making emergencies where there really aren't any, emerg any emergencies. And the latest research says we're not going into fight or flight stress once or twice a year. The average person's going into it five to 30 times a day. We're living there. What does that mean? It means that instead of all the positive hormones and chemicals, you're getting all the negative hormones and chemicals and Sooner or later, you're going to break at your weakest link. For me, uh, that was acid reflux in my 20s. For Hope, it was depression. For Dr. Ben Johnson, it was ALS. For some, it's cancer. But those things are already inside each and every one of us. It's a matter of if we break because our immune system is turned off and can't prevent those from manifesting. A real good example of that is like um, a cold sore, you know? That's a, that's a virus. That's a herpes virus, okay? Well, when do those suckers manifest? Under stress. You get stressed and all of a sudden you got a sore somewhere that you don't normally get, all right? Why? Because when you get stressed, your immune system is turned down and it can't keep those viruses under control like it would with ease if it was working the way it should. So, what can you do? 
Well, if you wanna if you wanna treat your issues in life at its source, you have to change these internal hot fear-based memories. You have to. That's the only way. And that's what Southwestern Medical School found as well. They just haven't found a way to do it. So, um, but I believe I have. And so look back at some of the interventions I've already talked about. Turning every negative thought into a prayer. The miracle meditation. Uh, trilogy, which is the best self treatment thing I've ever found that the initial testing indicated a 98% effectiveness at taking you from stress mode to peace or even love mode. All right? But remember, if you can, that this issue really is life or death. Get cancer or not. Get depression or not. Live to be old and healthy or not. So one of the things I suggest is that when you wake up in the morning, that starting tomorrow or today or whenever, when you get up in the morning, your first goal is no longer your to-do list. Your first goal is no longer your list of I wants in your life. Your first goal is one thing. Let me live today in love as best I can in whatever I do. And then after that, pick up your to-do list and start getting things done. But get them done in love, not in stress and fear, etc. All right? Now, it it may be slow going because you may be so used to living here that it's hard to turn that ship around, if you will. Picture a big ocean liner. Those things don't just whip around and go the other direction. It takes a long time, all right? So be patient. Turn the negatives into a prayer. Do the miracle meditation. Do trilogy to start healing these uh, wrong beliefs. The 50% of these that are in error and almost always to the negative, which means it spikes your fight or flight. You got to heal those, and we've got the materials to help you do that. But don't, please, continue to live your life as if the spiritual laws don't really matter. All that matters is seek pleasure, avoid pain, uh, having, trying to manipulate my life circumstances the best I can, but ignoring the spiritual. You get the spiritual right, everything else tends to fall into place. You ignore the spiritual and live for seek pleasure and avoid pain, and you typically end up in trouble, more toward death than life. So it is a matter of life or death, seriously. Start treating it that way in your life and the life of your children and those you love and care about. Have a great day.